0: Hi, thank you so much for tuning into our Stolen Lunches podcast. Today, we are going to dive into one of our powerful virtual Bible studies. Get out your journal, get out your Bible, let's dive in.
1: Your Zoom, there is a reaction button and there it has a couple of of emojis, whatever emoji you want to click on. If you want to answer the question, you can just click on it and we'll call on you. Oh, she put a heart up for us. All right. It's simple, just like that. So we'll call on you. Um... First question I got for this evening, all right, this is for everybody to think about, and we'll give you about 30 seconds, is I want you to describe an adjective that describes the type of love your marriage is. Think of an adjective to describe the type of love that your marriage is. In other words, I'll give you a sentence to complete.
0: No.
1: Our love is a blank type of love. And it kind of goes in line with our magazine covers. Our love is a blank type of love. And that's going to lead us to the title of tonight's Bible study. Our love is a blank type of love. One adjective. Do
0: you want to drop it in the chat or are they sharing it? What are we
1: doing? You could drop it in the chat, but if you want to share it, I would love to hear it. All right, we're gonna to go to Sametta and Charles first.
2: Uh we said enduring type of love.
1: Mm. That's good. An enduring type of love. Why did you choose to use that adjective?
2: Because we're committed to staying through this process. Good, bad, or indifferent, whatever. We, we're committed to enduring.
0: I love that. It out. That's good. That's good, Sametta.
1: I need to see another emoji. I'ma <laughs> oh. just start calling September on people. September
0: had one up. You gotta go back to the front page, baby. Oh, well, I don't see her anymore, no but she <laughs> did have it up. Yeah. All right. Yes, go yeah, there ahead, she is, it went away. Hey, Those, girl. Go ahead, September. Um, so I put, my man is not on here right now, but anyways, I put, um, our love is a solid type of love.
1: Yes. <laughs> All right, September. Why did you say that?
0: Um, because even though we're in a newer relationship, we, ha- and he's not a newer person, I've known him for um, some
3: time now, but we have really committed to protecting our love and building a solid foundation so that nobody can enter and try to disrupt um, our piece and what we're trying to build together.
1: Mm, amen I like that that's solid that's unbreakable great foundation
0: amen i love that and i also want to say thank you so much for popping on um please don't ever feel like if your spouse or your loved one can't get on that it's just a wrap y'all can't pop on still come on and get these nuggets we'll we put it on our podcast um so you can always follow Stone lunch's podcast but thank you so much september for coming on and being like i'm gonna get these nuggets i'm gonna get this info from my man and we're gonna talk about this tonight when he get home i love that thank you for coming on
1: all right lauren and amanda <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't ready. I told go y'all we start calling. <laughs> go ahead. ahead. Hey, you got so
3: it. we said um, a committed type of love is what we have. You yeah. want to why? <laughs> <laughs> why are you for on the spotlight? Now? Tell them why.
1: <laughs> um, I would say it's committed because no matter what we go through, um, we bring it to God first. You know, the first sign of trouble, we always bring it to God, and we always come back together, and make sure we come to some kind of understanding or come to some kind of consensus, no matter not what. Not an agreement, with. but an understanding. That's right. important. because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't always have to agree, right? But you got to come to a, some kind of understanding. I like that.
0: Point blank. Period. I yes. like
1: that. Sometimes you got to agree to disagree. That's
0: good. All right. Um, who's this? Austin and this Shayla.
1: Yeah. Did I say that right?
0: Yep. Yep, yep. that's
1: it. Hey, y'all, what's up? So How's it
0: time going? He, y'all, he pointed to y'all. He
1: uh-huh. said, we're going to come to the next. <laughs> I'm just pointing <disappointed. laughs> at people. No, that's fine. Um, so we, ours is actually a little more playful. We said a silly type of love. Um, we've only been married two years now. Yep. Um, but even through any arguments or disagreements, we always make sure to come back together um, in a loving way and a silly way because we love to joke around with each other. Wow. wow that's amazing Bible says laughter is like medicine to the soul it
0: sure, is. it sure is that's good I made
1: her laugh that's how I got her
0: <laughs> I mean I said my my answer I said I, I said fun I, we have a fun kind of love yeah because even though I feel like we're doing work we love the work we're doing it doesn't feel like work so it's still fun to me I think our love is so fun
1: Zach and Maria
2: Zach didn't want to participate. Go on, Zach. Come on, Zach. Zach are you gonna get on, a D- on, a D-? <laughs> you Got me over here thinking of all the adjectives. But, um, so I came up with a forgiving type of love. Oh, That's
1: wrong. Um, because we do, we
2: do have to forgive often, and I think that's what's helped us to just keep moving forward in our marriage.
1: That's good. I think that is an essential part of any marriage, forgiveness. None of us is perfect. We're created in God's image, but we are not him. Rich and Keisha. (laughs) He's shaking his head. Yeah, come on. Okay, good. Good. Ladies first.
3: Clearly, we don't agree on anything. So... (laughs) um no i said kind of a crazy kind of love but in a good way like you know like some people may not get it but we get us you know so and it's not for everybody to get us so you know i would say crazy but you said
1: what'd you say i said everlasting one of the reasons i said everlasting because it's gonna last forever i ain't going nowhere (laughs) (laughs) you ain't going nowhere (laughs)
0: come here girl
3: yeah,
1: exactly. You know what's funny about that? I get it. Because <laughs> you guys may think that your adjective is different, but it's so like crazy and I ain't going nowhere. Else. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Good point I'm crazy. I ain't going, oh, you can leave. Where we going? <laughs> right. Yeah. I'll be in the back seat. Oh, you packing the bag? I'm packing one too. I'm going with you. Where we going? <laughs> oh, Whenever we go, we're going to go work it out. <laughs> <laughs> All those adjectives was amazing. So I wanted to talk about our type of love that we had. And, and that's the adjective that I wanted to use as a subject. That we wanted to use as a subject for uh Bible study tonight. If you know anybody- I'm sorry, can I can I just can I um interrupt you for one second? Go ahead.
3: My husband Christian is on, he's at work, and so he's gonna he's on his break. And can he just say say what his adjective is for our marriage? Oh, I would
1: love it, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Go ahead, Christian.
3: Hi, baby. I
0: love you. To see her man I said, I had I had typed in it in earlier. I said, our love is a strong love.
1: Wow, why do you say that, Christian? Because you know, we've been through a lot of strenuous and you no know,
0: stressful, just different roles through our marriage for the last five years, and we still endure, and we still conquer, we push through, you know, and our
1: love is strong. Thank God. I love you, baby. baby. That's what I'm talking about right there. Yeah, I
0: love you too, Christian.
1: (laughs) Now that is a commitment. That is a commitment. He's at work on his way before he goes back. He's going to get some of this word, but he wanted to join in on the conversation. That's what it's all about. Uh, I wanted to read a couple. Our love is a strong type of love. That's what Christian said. Bernal said, our love is a growing Type of love. That's a good one. Kedra and Steven said, Our love is a moving type of love. It should always be forward progression, right? Our love is an amazing type of love. The essence Mm. of our last name. Go ahead, Kenya. Come on. That's good. If you want to drop your adjective in the group, me, please feel free to do so. You want to read a couple? No, go ahead. Resilient. I like resilient as well. That means it's able to stand the test of time. I think all of those adjectives was amazing, but uh, I want to tell you a little something about our family. We are that family. We're uh, a dog family, right? Yes. So we got a co-host with us tonight. This is- <laughs> Can you throw him on the camera? Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Aw, this is our little co-host. He'll be joining us tonight. He's
0: our senior. senior.
1: <laughs> yeah. and we have like. We have three.
0: Yeah, we have two more dogs.
1: We have three. So when I met my wife, she had two dogs. We just have a six months old that joined the family, <clears throat> and I've learned so much through our our dogs. Uh, you know, you can learn from a pet. You can learn from an animal. So, well,
0: how many of y'all have pets?
1: Just throw your hands up if, if you're you a pet lover.
0: Pets. Okay, all right. So we're not alone. Oh
1: yeah. Hold on. I want to change my gallery view. Throw throw your hands up one more time if you ever had a pet a dog. I got pets cat doesn't matter
0: yes yeah, so y'all understand wow. y'all understand our life over here <laughs>
1: so y'all get it you know yeah. you can learn a lot from a pet and I think God has he puts all types of examples in front of us of how he desire us to love the best example is through scripture so tonight I want to marry the two I want to use our pets and I want to marry it with the word of God to talk about the love in our relationships all right so tonight's subject if you're taking notes and I I wish that you would because we got like five points and a few scriptures so if you're taking notes we want you to write this down tonight's subject is a doggy style type of love help me somebody (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah yeah
0: everybody who laughed
1: Y'all went left. That's why you're laughing. Yeah. Everybody
0: yeah. Everybody laugh, who laughs, laugh. Joanna just cord, started chicken cor- hands. Joanna, laughed, like, and oh, Lord. Lord.
1: Oh, Lord. Now, where y'all mind go?
0: Christian
1: went, started laughing for real. Look, look at Keija. Keija, like, Lord Jesus, pray for them. Christian still laughing. That's right. It's a doggy style type of love. And you probably said, fly out why you name it? Doggy style. <laughs> I didn't get that from uh, Snoop Dogg, although that was the name of one of his albums. Um, but it's just because we can learn so much.
0: Oh, no, from- did uh, John and uh, Jonathan and Shanna, you guys are saying you guys just lost your pet today? Oh, uh, Because that's what we're, we're talking a little bit about that.
3: You- uh, yeah, it was a difficult morning for us.
0: How, how many years?
3: uh four months
0: oh four months okay
3: all yeah. right yeah so. but
0: still that right. that's the thing it's just hard when you when you're loving on a pet all day every day and going through that and with the kids on top of that
1: <clears throat> and I mean uh, let's dive into that yeah you yeah, know yeah. um because I I grew up having dogs but I was never really strongly attached to the dogs. We didn't have them that long, but as I began to get an adult, become an adult, I think God showed me a whole different level of love through our pet. And it was really the way that Jacinda loved on her dog when I met her. Now she had her dog of 14 years, but we just lost little Reese's on last year
0: yeah yeah and
1: talk about the experience that you went through with that
0: well I mean it's one of those things like I I say you know I I have brothers I have a mom I have a dad but I'm and even with Todd but I'm not taking care like of this dog I'm not taking care of them like I'm taking care of this dog or this pet every single day I mean you guys think about it this dog knows like when you get up you're feeding them, you're taking them out. I mean, you make, you make plans for your life to, if you're going to go out of town based on who's watching the dog or if we can go. Like this dog becomes like glued to your hip almost more than your kids at times. And so for me, I had this dog 13, 14 years and um, this w- would be the second dog that I have to put down and making that choice and that decision for him was definitely really, really hard. I mean, I remember having a call up and saying, I'm making this phone call right now to you know, euthanize my dog. And I was like crying and losing it on the phone. So it's one of those things that unless you're a dog or an animal lover, would you understand? But there were definitely people looking at me like, oh, that's just a dog. You know, that's just a dog. But there's something really special about a dog that loves you unconditionally. They don't care how much money we have, y'all. They don't care what type of day you had. They don't care what type of house you're living in they just love you, man. And, and having that type of love was really, really hard to see it go. Even if it is just a couple months, Shianna. you know, like there is a special love and a bond that you guys are starting to have with this baby in bringing them into the house. And that that's just a beautiful thing. It's such a blessing.
1: And that commitment showed me the different levels of love that uh, how I should be loving my wife. In those last days, I saw my wife love on her dog And I mean, when he had to use the bathroom, she would pick him up and walk him out. And I began to do the same. You know, when he could not eat for himself, she would feed him. And God is saying, look at the way she's loving this pet. That is how you should always love your wife. And in my mind, I was saying, but it's a dog. Like many people say, "Oh, it's it's just a pet. It's just a dog. No, it's more than that. See, scripture reminds me that God is love. We don't get to choose what channel that love come come from, right? Some people really love their dogs like they're part of the family. We're one of those families. We're that family, y'all. But God showed me five characteristics that I want to share tonight that we can learn through how dogs love us. And every adjective that you guys named tonight, whether it was solid, forgiving, committed, enduring, crazy, I've seen that in a pet. And I wanted to marry it with scripture tonight because the Bible talks about all of those. So the first point that I wanna bring out is one thing that we can learn from our pets that we should apply to our marriages is loyalty.
0: Come on
1: is loyalty.
0: This is about to be so <clears throat> crazy. You're so going to look at pets and your pets differently when you start to when we start to take this in tonight.
1: I don't know if there's any other being that's more loyal than a dog. They don't need a treat. They don't need a bone. They don't need a wedding. They don't need uh, uh, a surprise when you get home from work. They don't need uh, to go through thick and thin to be loyal to you they're loyal regardless of what kind of day you've had or what type of day they have had
0: have you ever like yelled at your pet yell they got in trouble everything and two seconds later they came and crawled up next to you and just cuddle right next to you and you're just like i just i mean imagine doing that with your spouse like being mad yelling saying some things they're not gonna come and cuddle right next to you after that they're feeling some way they're in their feelings But literally, when it comes to this unconditional type of love that dogs have, they don't care. They're like, well, I just love you. I'm happy you're home. I just want to be next to you. I don't care. I'm over it. I'm over it that fast.
1: Like that. Forgiving. That that quick. (laughs) You can yell, scream, take the deal away. They still just want to lay next to you. That is loyalty. Uh, One of our dogs is a mini dopamine pitcher. He's so loyal that even when I go and hug my wife in the morning, if he's laying next to her, he'll snap at me. Mm -hmm. Like you're too close. Mm -hmm. I'm protecting that which I love. So how can we apply that same type of commitment, that same type of loyalty to our spouse? Well, let me give you what the scripture says. In Proverbs 18 and 24, it says, a man have many companions that may come to ruin, but there's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. We all know who that talks about. That's talking about Christ. No matter what you've gone through, He'll be there. That's loyalty. Uh, there is a um, there's a painting, and I know you've all seen it. Uh, who who's show of hands? Who's seen that drawing? Footsteps or heard the poem? Footsteps. It's a poem that simply describes. Um, Well, Jesus, even in the toughest moments of my life, there's two walking in the sand and there's two sets of footprints. And um, he says, but in those low moments in my life, I only see one set. What happened to you then? He said, that's when I carried you. That's when I carried you. That is a description of how loyal our father is to us. Can we apply that same type of loyalty to our spouse? That's what God has called us to do. In Proverbs 17 and 17, it says, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born out of adversity. Even when you're going through adverse times in your life, can you still love the one that God called you to marry? Can you still love the one that you are committed to? That's true loyalty. So I need you to write that down.
0: Loyalty is number one, y'all. Loyalty. And someone could keep notes in the chat. Oh, boom, Brunel's already on it. Come here, Brunel. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Brunel's putting the scriptures in yes, there, too.
0: Yes, Perfect.
1: So the second thing that we can learn from our pets, just pets, Jacinda kind of gave it away. It's an unconditional type of love. An unconditional type of love. And
0: does anyone have an example really quickly before we dive into this point of how your pet has shown unconditional love to you?
1: And it doesn't even have to be your pet. I'd rather you say your spouse. Okay. How has your spouse shown you unconditional type love?
0: Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's good. I'll go. Go ahead, Brittany.
2: We had the worst argument yesterday. Let me tell you. It was so stupid, it was over some lotion. (laughs) (laughs) And let me tell you,
0: we've all been there. Was it yesterday? It was yesterday,
2: yes, it was yesterday. I have to get a new car. So we're going to buy me a new car. I thought that today was the date that we were going to buy my new car because I I misheard him last week. So I rescheduled everything that I had today, everything. Therapy appointments, all that. It gets, to, I, so I, we got in this bad argument yesterday. So today I wake up, I took the dog out early, I cleaned out my car, got ready because they're going to take it to the dealership. I sat in my car, I had prayer in my car, all that. I come in the house, it's like 40 minutes before our appointment at the dealership. I look at Justin and I say, You ready to go? He says, where to go where, babe? <laughs> Take my car to the dealership. He was like, that's tomorrow.
1: And we still together.
2: That is so, <laughs> so nice, we had this bad argument. <laughs> and he's still gonna go to the dealership with me and we're still gonna go get my car. I just wanted to share that. Uh, that is just really unconditional love. <laughs> Because he didn't even judge me for having the day all wrong, despite of all of it. That is really
1: a good man. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Also, just. That if you went off, you ready to go? Uh uh-uh. uh. Well, it stems from the fact, too, that I, I know that like cars are a stressful situation for her. So, whether she knows it or not, she's gonna be tensing it like the day before. And so, it happened yesterday because she thought we were gonna go get the car today. And even though she knows it's all gonna work out, like it's just a tense thing for her. So look, you not that you got a pass, but like, whatever, bro. Like, Let <laughs> me tell y'all, just
2: just whatever. to make this even, I'm not making this up. He said, yeah, uh, I came outside. I saw you sitting inside your car with the doors closed in the back backseat. I really didn't know what she was doing. So I just walked back inside and I didn't say anything. He didn't even judge me. I was sitting in my car praying. He- <laughs> Not even judge me and still still calmly said babe that's
1: tomorrow <laughs> um, <laughs> that's love I like that
0: yeah
1: I like that unconditional type of love no matter what and I mean you guys know because you have a little dog named Kobe right so yeah. despite of what type of day you've had Kobe is there to greet you with love Dogs don't care whether you're black, white, Hispanic, Jewish, Asian. That's good. If you have physical or mental disabilities, they don't care if you're rich
0: so
1: or you're poor. They don't care if you're looking good or you're looking busted. They don't care how smart you are. They love you for who you are. Even when things aren't perfect, even if you neglect them, even if you lead them astray, they are unconditional lovers. And that's the way that Jesus loves us, the way we are to love our spouses. I mean, we've all took that commitment that says for rich or for poor, in sickness and in health, physically fit or overweight. Can you still endure the test of time and love unconditionally, even when it gets tough? Dogs can even sense your pain when you're going through the tough times. And that's the way I strive to love my spouse. My wife is coming, on, coming off of a surgery this week. So thank you for all of you who yes. has uh, extended your prayers. But when she hurt, I hurt. So to see her laying in the bed in pain, I just wanted to serve her unconditionally. I didn't come home and say, why didn't you cook? What I said to her was, what can I bring you for dinner? And really when she was physically hurting, I began to hurt. As Y'all could see uh, my wife, she was laying in the bed this week with a heating pad around her waist and my back started to hurt. I don't know if you can see, put it on the camera. I, my back started to hurt. So I went <laughs> and got a heating pad myself. I, this is the first time I'm
0: seeing it. When he was doing
1: his notes, I said, what is that? What do you have on? She told me not to order. I said, baby, when you hurt, I hurt too. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not even joking, y'all. I'm like, why am I hurt? But seeing her in pain all week, I felt her pain. Sometimes it's not only an emotional type pain. Many times it is. But sometimes it's even a physical type pain. You know why I say that? Because we have that kind of connection. If
0: this ain't part of your notes, for real, right? Yes.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want to give a few scriptures out the way Christ loved us. How can yeah. you love each other unconditionally? And John, first John, this is a good one. As a matter of fact, if somebody can pull it up on their phone, I want them to read it. First John. Three sixteen. I know that's right. John and Shiana said sympathy pain. I felt for my wife. First John 316. Can somebody read that for me? Just unmute. And someone else can get uh,
0: Ephesians out.
1: And someone else get Ephesians 2 and 8 out. Ephesians 2 and 8. We got John
0: 316.
1: First John, first, first John 316.
2: I can read it. I got First John 3.16. All right.
1: Maria.
2: This is how we have discovered love's reality. This is the Passion Translation. Jesus sacrifices life for us. Because of this great love, we should be willing to lay down our lives for one another.
1: Woo! Step on my toes and say, ouch! That is the highest level of love. And that love is unconditional. that talks about sacrifice. It's not not saying, what can you do for me? But it's, what can I do for you? Jesus displayed that level of love by laying down his very own life. But then he said, follow my example. You should be willing to do the same. I show of hands, how many of you guys have laid down your life for your spouse? Don't answer that. (laughs) Don't, look i know that's right i know that's right i saw some heads go up quick you don't think, have to answer I that we, i want
0: i think we all would i don't win. want to have no arguments i mean yeah i think i think it just comes innately with you like if somebody was to say something wrong to you or do something wrong to you you know what i mean or if someone was to come at you it just it, innately you want to be like what excuse me come again
1: yeah i saw a meme this week on instagram it was a video and it was like when somebody uh, say something to my mild and husband and she jumped out the door and she pulled off her wig and was like, what, what? <laughs>
0: yeah. I, yeah.
1: She yeah. was ready to bust up.
0: In the name of Jesus.
1: Putting yourself in harm's way, right? For the one that you love. Well, Jesus laid down his very own life. That was the ultimate sacrifice. The ultimate sacrifice. Can somebody read Ephesians 2 and 8?
0: All right, Ephesians 2 and 8, uh, New Living Translation. God saved you by his grace when you believed and you can't take credit for this. It is a gift
1: from God. Mm. Wow. He saves us through our faith. Version I said, it says, we were saved by our faith in God who treats us better than we even deserve. Wow, that's so good. You are not deserving all the time of the love that your spouse extends you. They should give it anyway. Yeah. They should give it anyway. This is God's mm-hmm. gift to you. So how are we displaying that same gift, how God extended his love to one another? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. That's
0: good. So, that, give you... so point one is loyalty. Um, and point to unconditional
1: love. I'll give you one more scri- scripture with that unconditional love. First Peter 4 and 8 says, above all things, have a fervent love for one another. For love will conquer a multitude of sins. First Peter 4 and 8. The third point, dogs, they... They, they are amazing. They seek internal satisfaction instead of external satisfaction. Yeah. Dogs don't care how beautiful a collar you get them. They don't care how cute their dog is or the little bed they lay on.
2: If they're groomed, their hair is grow, grown. They don't.
1: they don't care about none of that. Oftentimes, we put too much emphasis on things that our spouses can do for us without saying what can we do for them? But well, that's truly internal satisfaction. That type of love is not brought on by stuff, things that make, bring about external satisfaction. How are we seeking to serve one another in this season? So here is a project. I want to give you guys a little homework. I'm going to put it in the middle of this time. I want to challenge all of you for the next 2 weeks to become selfless. Selfless. And see how you can serve your spouse. I want you to challenge each other to try your best to outserve each other.
0: Outserve.
1: Outserve each other. And here's the thing. You can't focus on stuff. That means you can't buy them nothing. You got to do, you. It's, it's about an internal satisfaction. For the next two weeks, how can you outserve your spouse? What is the message behind that?
0: I mean, I love that because um, many times we cheat and fall into the, I could buy, you know, the love languages, I'll buy them this, I'll buy them that. And that's kind of, you know, the easy way to gain love, gain appreciation. But you really have to think and you really have to, be observant into the things that they love, the things that matter to them, and to give them that. I mean, if you think about it, it's the it's the best way to showing them how much um, you appreciate them by going straight to that. Um, I know my husband. Uh, some appreciation, some things I could give him is, is simply cooking for him, cooking for him, and putting love into it. If I was to find dishes and recipes that I could try and experiment and have an amazing home cook, that that's a way I could attempt to outserve him. Um, because it's those little things like that that matter to him
1: I think essentially what that's saying when you're te- seeking the internal satisfaction is saying it's not saying what can you do for me but it's what can I, can I do, do for you. you
0: Yeah.
1: what can I do for you who can share uh, a way that your spouse served you and it blessed you so much internally uh, maybe in the last few weeks I want, I want to hear from somebody don't make me call you out Come on.
2: I, one thing that my husband does for me and it's the smallest thing but he helps me get up from wherever i'm at the couch
0: the bed because i'm my bones be hurting so <laughs> put you on, the, on the brace i gotta give me one so wherever I, he could come from anywhere in the house
2: and just to help me get up so i appreciate that i mean i could get up i just the fact
0: that he helps me and doesn't complain <laughs> i love that
1: wow that's so good
0: Oh, that is so good.
1: Somebody else.
0: Yeah, I have Wait. a lot. What do y'all
1: have? Wait, I want, I want to hear them. Somebody else, how has your spouse served you this week or in, in the last few weeks? that just really blessed you internally. It wasn't about the things that may have gotten you or bought you, but those simple things.
3: So I have one. Um, so when I cook, sometimes, like I do like meal prep sometimes or whatever. Um, if I start complaining, like, oh, my goodness, my feet are hurting me. As soon as I sit down, like Lorena come and just say, OK, do you want a foot massage? And it's so small. It's so small. Um, but I love it. Like, I, I just I love it. And I appreciate him for, for that.
1: I love that. I'm with you on that. Let me tell you, I bought this little machine, y'all. And this thing going to change your life. It's a little gun and it'd be like Y'all yeah. yeah, yeah, seen that? Larry got it. Y'all I'm seen like, that? Larry yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah. Larry know what I'm talking about. And, and hey. my
0: husband asks for it every night. I'd be mean like, like, you feel like massaging my back? I'll be mean
1: like, this better than this better than doggy style. Can y'all can you massage my back? Can you take this?
0: Are you
1: talking about the doggy style notes? Oh, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I mean, uh, okay, my bad. He <laughs> tried to keep it holy in Little Hood. He
0: has told me before that sometimes I could just massage him all night and he'll be
1: calm. I'm like, you ain't even got to give me, let, can I just keep it one? That's for yeah. the ladies
0: event coming up, April. Yeah. Y'all put that in your back pocket,
1: lady. I'm like, you ain't even got to give me none. Use this <laughs> little gun on my back and I will fall asleep tonight. <laughs> That thing is that thing is the Lord Jesus. If y'all haven't got to get it from Amazon today. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> what well, is it called? Um I don't which, know.
0: We'll have to uh drop a pick. Yeah, I'll put it in a We're gonna put, the, it put it in the groovy me. Okay, cool. Yes, ladies.
1: It is amazing. And see I
0: just lay there and watch TV and then just be doing it on his back, doing the gun on his back, and I'll be watching
1: TV, and he's happy. We're it's, all happy. It's, We're it's, all happy. It, it saved me money from going to Massage Envy. <laughs> and let me tell you, I can do it anytime. time. And, and the way that I did, okay, guys, here's a side note. I want to bless you real quick. When you want to do something for your wife, you can say, baby, I want to do something special for you. And what I did was I bought her a massage gun. Knowing that I was going to reap the benefits, come on, somebody. Y'all ain't hearing me. Austin, like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Zach, I knew what he was doing. Larry, you so, with me? Larry, with me. John was like, that yeah. It doesn't work. I'm yep. telling you right. It doesn't work. We know what y'all are doing. We know yep. what you're doing. It don't work.
0: You're not sneaky. Yeah.
1: You're not sneaky. I mean, don't buy like a PlayStation and be like, girl, I got you that new 2K. Not, don't do that. Don't, don't. I got you that new Madden. Don't do that. <laughs> You gotta trick them a little bit. <laughs> one more. I want to take. I want to take one more. Somebody, how your spouse has blessed you in here internally.
2: Um, I'll go really quick. I am not a morning person. I I question getting up for my job every day, but Stephen <laughs> daily. Um, so Stephen gets up around six o'clock and he you know does his prayer and devotion. And he works from home. So really, I should be taking our kids to school, but he'll get up, he'll cook us breakfast, whatever we want. All three of us may want something different. Um, He gets Jalen dressed and he just started taking Jalen to school for me. So I have extra time to sleep in and just to get myself ready for work. So that blesses me daily because if not, I would not have my new job, guys. (laughs) I love it.
0: The little things little
1: things thank you
2: Stephen,
0: for keeping yes
1: thank you Stephen. that's it thanks for sharing that guys and and, uh i know we uh running a little bit late i want to get out these other two so i'm going to go through them really quickly uh the fourth thing we can learn from our pets is a simple mindset oftentimes we put too much emphasis on things that really don't matter in our relationships the main thing is to keep the main thing the main Discuss with your spouse, what's the main thing in our marriage? And make sure you keep that at the forefront of your marriage. One way we can learn from our pets is they're so simple. It's a simple mindset. All they care about is eating, playing, and sleeping. They spend most of their days worried about how they can make their owners happy. My God, that should bless somebody's life right there. They appreciate the simple things in life. Sometimes it's just the simple things that our spouses want from us.
0: Yes, that's good. That's good. That's so good. Just
1: like helping us up. Yeah. That's simple. It's a simple act of service, but it blesses us. Oftentimes it's spending time. You don't need to go here, 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 here doing everything. Sometimes I just want you sitting here on the couch, not saying nothing with me. Let's watch a movie together. Dogs have a simple mindset, and they see how I can make my owner happy. Can somebody put that in the chat? Always keep the main thing. Oh, they are They already did.
2: Always keep okay. the main
1: thing, the main thing. Part two of your homework. Discuss the five main things in your marriage. Post them somewhere. And make sure you always keep them at the forefront. Always keep the main thing, the main thing. What's the main thing? Spending time together. What's the main thing? Well, I love it when we pray together. What's the main thing? I'm committed to this Bible study. So keep that at the forefront. Last and final thing that we can learn from our pets, that doggy style love is Jacinda said it a little bit earlier, so I'm not going to dive a whole lot into it, but it's being selfless. Dogs are simple and they're very selfless creatures. They have no special demands. They're satisfied with the basics. Here's the scripture that I really want to use for the example of our selfless marriages tonight. First Corinthians 13 and 5. For the brevity of time, I'm going to go ahead and read it. Love is the greatest gift that God has given us. So this verse is translated in the Greek to say, it does not seek the things of itself. It ain't about you. I love when women clap. It ain't about you, boo. It ain't about you, boo. Sometimes they get a rhythm with it. It ain't about you, boo. You got to do
0: your neck.
1: It ain't about yeah, you. you and then it wait, ain't. his day. <laughs> I'm trying to nail this home so y'all can really hear. They start grabbing words out there. It ain't about you, Bo. <laughs> yeah, see, Brittany got it. It ain't about you, Bo. What you grabbing at? Why you grabbing the words? And what is that about? <laughs> putting yeah. our spouse first is actually putting our love into practice. It involves following the example of Christ, considering other needs and interests over our own personal desires. It really calls us to serve others, to serve our spouse. Love is not self-seeking. It ain't about you, boo. I want you to read that one sentence again where you said um, putting their love first.
0: Where Where did you read that? This love is not about us, but about
1: others. Putting our spouse first. It really talks about putting our spouse first. That's the greatest example of putting our love into practice. To say, you are ahead of my own personal needs. Even like as my wife was laying in the bed, how can I serve you? How can I serve you?
0: Dang, I don't know. You said something that was so good. And I I wanted to be like, oh, read that again. But you kept going.
1: And here's the beautiful thing about a pet. I'll end it with this. Dogs never expect nothing in return. They just want to give you the love that they got.
0: Yep. Yeah, I would say when when we had to put our dog to sleep uh, January of last year, we really learned a lot about love, about um, the unconditional kind of love. And, um, and it definitely did something for us in our marriage and us in our family with our kids as well. Really, we learn so much from a dog, y'all. We learned so much. And that's why, you know, Flytide made the joke about a doggy style kind of love. But it, I mean, the play on of that it is the dog style of love. These dogs come into our lives and really don't ask for anything. They just wanna be fed and go to sleep, but the rest, their whole life is about serving you. And if we can apply any of that, even an ounce of that into serving our spouse, you're winning. You're winning to be able to say it ain't about me, but what can I do? The gifts, the talents, everything that God equipped me, God equipped me with that to serve you and to love you. And if I can just get my little self out the way and just solely focus on loving you, I guarantee it just all comes right back to you, anyways, and some, because how my the way my su- my husband has been serving me this last week, I can't wait to go and cook and do all these things for him. It just comes right back to you. So, you know that is really the, what we want to leave you guys with tonight—a doggy style kind of love. And I hope and pray that y'all can look at these little animals that we have running around the house and just see that love and that twinkle in their eyes that they have for you, and try and apply just a little bit of that to your spouse. And that's a good thing right there.
1: God will put the examples in front of you every day. Are we paying attention?
0: Yep.
1: Are we paying attention? So that was tonight's Bible study. Thank you guys for giving me your adjective. Drop, continue to drop those adjectives in our group me. And uh, these uh, notes will be in the group me. So you guys can discuss them at a later date with your spouse. But I just wanted to end that by saying, you're going to end our session. with you. I just want to really end it by saying, um, love your spouse unconditionally. Focus on them. That's what true love is. It's not self-seeking, but it's seeking how I can serve you better. And let me tell you, when you serve your spouse better, scripture is, is not false. You have to reap what you sow. Yep. It will come back. We love you guys. We're going to pray out and then we're going to go into our breakout session.
0: Yep. Um, before we did that, I wanted to invite, well, first, right. any comments, any comments, yeah. takeaways, anything? I want some takeaways. I know we're running a little over, um, but anything that really jumped out to you, if you guys, if you want to share it. Anybody. Okay, cool. If no, then we're good to go. Um, April, I want to invite you in really quickly. Thank you so much for being on Bible study with us tonight.
3: Well, thank you for having me. Hello, everybody.
0: <laughs> oh, I know we we have some really good things planned coming up in April. Um, I'm going to go ahead and share our screen really quickly if you can let everybody know what we got going on.
3: Absolutely. Uh, first, let me see which one you put up first. <laughs> so... Friday, April 16th, the lovely Jacinda and myself will be having a very intimate conversation with the women only. And this event will be virtual and it's titled Pillow Talk. So I'm sure you ladies can imagine the type of conversations we will be having, Um, just transparent. Being able to discuss matters uh, regarding intimacy in the bedroom, outside the bedroom, Um, very tastefully done, but also very transparent because, you know, we all believe in Jacinda, Ty, and myself that transparency is the best when trying to be effective in the kingdom. And so um, this was something that God really laid on my heart and then sharing with Jacinda. She couldn't have agreed more. And we're really excited about this event. So I hope you ladies clear your schedule for April 16th. That's a Friday and it starts at 8 p.m. And we're hoping to not run over 9:30. That's the end time. But you know, however the spirit leads and moves, we will truly honor that as well. So get ready, ladies. Save the date, mark your calendars, and um Come comfortable and transparent.
0: I think, I think our intention is always to end on time, what all cool couples <laughs> think. But so far, we are completely leading and never ever ending on time. <laughs> so right now, we've never ended on time, ever. We always go over because it gets so good. So yeah, ladies, I will what I will do in our group meet. Um, there will be a link that goes out for you to RSVP just so we know who's going to be there. We can kind of send any updates or anything that you need, send you a private Zoom link uh, for that. So that will definitely be in the chat. Now let me get to- Hold on, I want to say
1: something about that real quick. Go ahead. A lot of our guys in the breakout session, go ahead, you can share it. Okay. In the breakout session on uh, our last Bible study, uh, we was praying about intimacy in the bedroom. (laughs) <laughs> that's what our whole breakout session was about so guys your prayers have been answered yes look this is what i need you to do grab your wife' phone right now go to her calendar put down april 16th you need to be in bible study doing pillar talk guys it's gonna bless you more than it blesses them that's all I'm going to say. It's,
0: it's 8 p.m. Eastern. Where's your phone at? Where's your phone I, at? Oh, is I, I already put it in there. I was
1: going to put it in there. It's 8
0: p.m. Uh, Eastern. And for all of the ladies that are here, if you say, hey, I have other girlfriends, other married uh, couples that I want to be, just tell them StolenLunches.org to get put into the group me the same way. And we just we're expecting this to be tons and tons of women up there that, that we can have real raw. Unfiltered conversation that needs to be had because intimacy is a part of marriage, and we can't be going mm-hmm. long times and, and making excuses and you know uh having a lot of separation between you and your spouse. So we gotta right. talk about it.
1: Let the men say amen. Yes, we're gonna
3: bind that spirit of withholding.
0: <laughs>
3: <Ooh>.
0: Amen. <laughs>
3: All right, April, what you got next? Yes. So coming up for the next Cool Couples Bible Study, uh, April 27th, will be my very dear friends, Bishop Kevin Young and First Lady Yane Young. Um, I have known Yane since I was 12 years old. And we have definitely traveled many uh, cycles of life together. And just to see where, you know, she is now, where I have been, has really been just a complete joy. But nonetheless, this is the couple that started with my husband and I in our dining room, the whole cool couples conversation movement. And so it's really um, a joy to have them come and just be able to share some of the, stories that took place that really just built this community into what it is today and how it all got started and of course some insight because they've been married I believe like 27 years so um, what I love about them is that they are very relatable although he's a bishop and she's a first lady they're still very young very in tune very fresh and I think you guys will um enjoy them as the special guests for the 27 so make sure you tell a friend and another couple and tell that couple to tell a couple and join us back next month.
0: Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Thank you so much, April. All right. So that's what's coming up. We have two things in April and um, we could pray. And then, so at this time, what's going to happen is as soon as we pray, the ladies, we are all staying here. We are home. What came to guys? No, because the fellas got to go. The fellas got to go so we are (laughs) we gonna drop a link in group me and we're gonna drop a link in here for the fellas all you all you need is another phone or laptop or anything and just find yourself another space in the house and y'all go do what y'all do and I'm not even shocked that the very first breakout that we had that the fellas talked about sex in the very first breakout I'm like see that's why because there were no ladies there to run it to handle it to to make sure y'all was in line and right when we got off, I said, our breakout session was so good. He was like, no, no, no. Ours was so good. We talked about sex. I said, really, really fly tie?
1: I got two words, April 16th. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Really
0: fly tie. That's
1: all I'm saying. April 16th. Thank you. April 16. Y- y'all just make sure you you there and and uh fellas, write down the questions and give them to your wife that you won't answer <laughs> in the. <place. laughs> But uh, we're going to go into our breakout session uh, right now. And that's where we just have real comfortable conversations amongst ourselves. We like to call it the man cave. And see, y'all ain't even got a name for y'all breakout session.
0: It's Wife Talk. Yes,
1: we do. Wife Talk. Yes. That's boring. (laughs) All right, let's... Let's don't let's come pray. for us. Let's don't come out. for us. Let's All right. Pray let's pray out. Why don't
0: you All right. We do what's called a tag team prayer. You guys should definitely do it with your spouses where you both just take turns in prayer. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you so much for tonight. Thank you that even though we had a lot going on, even though we felt like, Are we still gonna tune in? Are there still gonna be people there, Lord, that you still showed up and you showed out? Thank you that even in this in this moment, in this time, that you reminded us, um, to give unconditional love, to be selfless, to a reminder, to be loyal, to be compassionate and to to put our spouse, the person who you connected with, who you put in our life first, Lord God, and just reminding us that whatever we plant, that has to grow. And so I'm excited to do this life. I'm excited to, to, to overly serve, to overly give, to overly just show this amazing person that we get to do life with and we get to sit next to just how much we love them and how grateful we are to have them in our life. Um, thank you for this movement of cool couples to just do life in such a cool way to be connected with other cool people who just love you. So thank you, God, that one time out of the month, we have a safe space that we can come together, laugh a little, but be drawn to you, be connected to you, be brought closer in the name of Jesus. Thank you for what you're doing in and through our lives. Thank you for the person who we get to sit next to. Um, God, we just pray if there's an area in our life that, that, um, That isn't of you, that you would destroy it, eliminate it. We bind it in the name of Jesus. And we want to fill it up with your love, fill it up with your hope, fill it up with your strength, God, so that we can continue to do this work and be in good representation of the kingdom of Jesus.
1: God, you said where there are two or three that are gathered in your name, you're right there in the midst of them. God, even though it's on Zoom, God, we feel your presence. God, we thank you for your anointing. We thank you for your grace your love, and your power. Now, God, we pray that you continue to bind us together closest as, as one God. Continue to let your love rest in our hearts and allow that to be the glue to strengthen these strong marriages, God. We pray for every couple that's on this Zoom call tonight, God. We pray that you bless their home, bless them on their jobs, and bless their families, God. We're thankful, We're thankful for our leadership team, God. Thank you for April and, and Jacinda and and, and all the strong women there, there to make these men better. God, we thank you for these strong men that are there to serve their wives. God, we thankful for what you're doing in our marriage. Help us to be the example of what real love looks like to the world. God, thank you for being Lord over our lives. And God, use us in any and every way that you see fit. God, bless us in the breakout rooms. God, let us always keep you at the forefront of our marriages and in our hearts. It's in the name of Jesus that we pray, and everybody unmuted their phones and said, "Amen,
0: amen, amen, amen,
1: amen." amen. amen.
0: Thank you so much for tuning into our Stolen Lunches podcast. To get connected, log on to StolenLunches.org. We also have numerous online faith community groups that are waiting for you. We are active in these groups all day, every day, praying for you, celebrating you, walking, and doing life with you. We have women, men, co-eds, and our cool couples communities. Again, all details, StolenLunches.org.